0: I the future. I the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. It's time to uh, tell everyone why you had LeBron turn off the radio for this take.
1: I said he should if he doesn't want to hear something tough. I'm not saying he has to. And by the way, in a couple minutes, we got the Bulls take from AJ that's strong. Who's the most underrated player in the NBA? He knows. Here's the thing. The party's probably over for LeBron in titles. That This year, the fact that we're saying logically it's we don't see how he could win a title. This is a team that's 11-10 and 10 when him and Anthony Davis both play. That's barely above 500. They've been outscored in those games. And literally, this is the best it's ever going to be. Think about it. AD gets one year older. LeBron gets one year older. Does does Mr. Glass get better health-wise? Probably not. But you know what? Even when he was healthy, it wasn't working this year. Because of GM LeBron. Okay. Now, uh, let me think. Westbrook, does he get better? No. So who does? Their draft choices? Well, first-round pick, they don't have it. So tell me, and I'll just ask, A.J., rhetorically, but I'll let you answer, dot, 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 is how do they get better next year without some miracle? And yeah, we can't predict miracles, but how do they get better short of a miracle?
0: There has to be some players out, out there that are going to be free agents who are willing to take less money. To play with LeBron and A.D.
1: But why Which... do they want to take less money to play with players to win titles? And there's probably five or six teams with better title chances than yep. an even an optimistic view of the Lakers next year. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour
0: with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the fifth hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I, I don't have an answer to that. And, that and means there I, is no answer. I, you're right. And and the one way that LeBron may continue to win championships is to go and be not maybe not the best player on a team late in his career. But does that end up hurting his legacy more it than won't helping
1: hurt. him? It won't hurt. But here's the thing. You're right. The only other option is LeBron bailing once again and going to his fourth team title hunting again. And I mean, here's the question. Does that hurt his legacy? It's one thing if he nat- if the Lakers cut him or something and then he naturally flowed to another team and ended up being a good fourth man, on, you know, the fourth best guy on the team when he's 43. I think that would be an amazing accomplishment. But You can't say, "Oh, I've squeezed this turnip for." It's like it's like some guy that only dates girls just out of high school, and then he gets them on drugs and use it. And once they start showing some wrinkles, he moves to the next one. (laughs) It's one thing a a girl naturally, a woman naturally ages. It's another thing to like. Put, squeeze the juice so uh, you know so hard that, that that it's like this premature aging he premature LeBron prematurely ages teams by saying let's trade all of our future for now let me win a title you guys can stare at the trophy and I'm gonna go to the next place and do the same thing again this is th- the third, the Lakers are the third wife it's enough LeBron <laughs> right or wrong AJ I, I, th- I think you're right and he married the first one twice. Yeah, I mean, what a what a Casanova went all back right. to her and squeezed a little harder. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what that means. Right, you got something on the though. Be sure to
0: catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Yeah, I, I DeMar DeRozan is the most underrated player in the NBA, RJ. He has the Bulls in first place at the All-Star break. I don't think anybody saw that coming. And he just became the first player in NBA history to score 35 points or more on better than 50% from the field in seven straight games. That record was set by Wilt Chamberlain. W- why is it that DeRozan, who seems to be on these lists with all these all-time great players, we just mentioned last week when C.J. McCollum got traded that uh, the the consecutive years of 30-plus games, uh, scoring 20 uh, 20 points per game or more. AJ, AJ, He was with LeBron, KD, James Harden. AJ, take a a breath and give us that last stat again. 30-plus games and and averaging 20-plus points per game on the list with LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and James Harden. Why is he not considered an A-list NBA superstar?
1: Well, a couple things. One, just to be clear about your stat, is that is season's that with that, playing 30 or more games is the qualifier, yes. right? Okay. So that's impressive. And it's an impressive list. And this list of about 35 or more points and shooting 50% from the field is an impressive list or an impressive stat. And when Wilt Chamberlain's the record you beat, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Now, admittingly, Will Chamberlain has LeBron beat with the, the whole wives analogy, but that's something totally <laughs> different. But the fact of the matter is. I think it's because DeRozan got traded from Toronto, and it looked like that, like Leonard, it looked like he was a throw in. Not a throw in, but he was the sacrificial lamb of saying, we can get a superstar, so you take DeRozan.
0: He was the B side of the deal. He was the the short end of the stick.
1: Exactly. Great way to say. And you know what? He probably, well, he certainly was with Leonard at the time. But he got better and better each year after that. And then he's taken another leap in Chicago. And the amazing thing, and McKenzie made this point earlier, Levine, Zach Levine's been out three of these seven games. So for the first four, he's working with Levine and that combo that's been very effective. And then the last three, he's had to pick up the slack. And he's done it, still shooting, though, over 50%. DeRozan is certainly underrated, and he may be the most underrated. Closing thoughts on it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know anybody else who, who's been playing at this level for the last couple of years who doesn't get the love that DeMar DeRozan does. So I, I'm glad to see him start to get some now.
1: A lot of NBA talk today, that's how we're segwaying. There will be a lot of NFL, a lot of NBA doing March Madness. There will be a lot of that. So it's whatever we can make money on, and we're all watching together. What I will say is when we talk NBA after the All-Star break, I'm going to make a case that maybe the Miami Heat, who are – just in second now, right below Chicago, they've been injured this year and they're still doing really well. I have a feeling the Heat could be a very good kind of long shot a bet, a long shot bet to win the title. Any quick thoughts on that, AJ? Yeah,
0: you, you mentioned yesterday during the pod that if, if a team's been that good and been injured in the first half, there's only up to go from there.